Welcome to the G3 Podcast, a weekly podcast focused on the Christian life where we examine doctrinal and cultural issues that impact God's church. My name is Josh Bice, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy Voilo. Greetings. This is Josh Bice coming to you on the other side of the recent 2020 G3 conference, and today I'm flying solo for this podcast. The purpose is to explain some of the recent transitions with G3 and some of the upcoming goals that we have, and we wanted to provide this podcast so that, you know, again, many of the people that I had the chance to speak with at the conference and some of the questions that were raised after the conference and through email could be cleared up and we could provide better information than what we were able to do in just short snippet conversations or just microphone announcements at the conference. So first off, if you're like me, you're still trying to actually recuperate from the conference. It has been somewhat of a whirlwind uh, building up to the conference itself and then just the workload and then the preparation to preach and then various other things taking place that just needed to be as far as, you know, administration sort of things. And then coming on the other side of the conference, you know, again, the the heartbeat of G3 is to put a, a heavy emphasis on the local church. And then, of course, I'm back in the pulpit in the local church immediately following G3. Uh, just uh, taught last night uh, on Psalm 119, verses 89 through 96 in our weekly study there and had our uh, corporate prayer meeting. So, again, life continues. And we get back into the ebb and flow and back into the, you know, the, the, the normal um, functionality of the local church, which is what we are actually called to do. But that said, I mean, we all need rest. And so, uh, again, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm still recuperating. But it was a wonderful time together. The G3 was a wonderful time of encouragement, uh, a time of and many people call it like a family reunion. We're able to get together and see friends and converse and share meals together and and all of that, which is absolutely true. But one of the things that we were able to do this year was we were able to worship, which happens every year, right? But we must not overlook that opportunity. It's a unique opportunity with 5,300 and some odd people gathered together in one room for the purpose of exalting Christ. And the, you know, the, the privilege that God has given to us to worship Him. And we were able to do that. We were able to worship in song. We were able to worship through the preached word. And so my heart was greatly warmed. But if I'm honest, my head was greatly uh, hurt, you might say. Uh, there was great pain in my head from just trying to concentrate and to listen and to contemplate all of the sermons. And so it was just a wonderful time, and and I'm just now, you know, sort of in the afterglow, thinking through some of the sermons and trying to, uh, in many ways, just apply those very sermons to my own heart, my own family life, my local church, and I think that this is extremely important. We must continue to do that. That's the purpose of a conference. So there's. There's renewal that happens. There's opportunities for spiritual growth 
that occurs at a conference like this. And so as we think about the other side of this conference, I thought it would be really good for me just to talk through some of these transitions and some of the goals that we have related to the ministry of G3. And so if you were there, you you certainly heard the uh, the big announcement that we made. Uh, and, and again, on Friday morning, when I came to the pulpit there, and we had played a video that was uh, prepared beforehand to be released at the conference, it sort of explained this. That's available on YouTube. You can go to the G3 Conference YouTube channel. You can find that very video, and you can see me there explaining <clears throat> much of what I'm going to talk about today. But I wanted to to sort of go beneath the surface, if I could, to just try to help you understand why it is that we're making these transitions. So again, back in 2013, when this conference was birthed, it was in the context of our local church, on our church campus, and we thought maybe originally that we would have a couple of hundred people that would come. And we were just astounded with you know, the numbers of people that were registering for this conference. Again, we tried to put a clear emphasis on the fact that it was a theology conference from the very beginning. It was not a pep rally. It was not a concert. It was a theology conference, G3, Gospel, Grace, Glory. We wanted to drive home this clear emphasis that this will be three days of intentionally so being immersed into the scriptures sitting under multiple sermons preached each day, contemplating truths, going to breakout sessions, and so on and so forth, not to mention the singing of the gospel. So when we saw that we were literally having to go into the sanctuary of our church and we were measuring human bodies on the pews to see how many people we could squeeze in and then closing registration in December, for that first January conference, we were already noticing from the very beginning that God was uniquely positioning G3 for a specific purpose. And we felt as if, you know, these local churches were coming, they were hungry for spiritual truth. Some of these people are coming from dark regions of the United States and denominations who have capitulated, and they're just, they're just really tired of all of the schemes and the gimmicks and the stuff. And they were just really hungry for truth. We had college students sleeping in their cars in the parking lot. So that was year one. And it was almost as if that same pattern would continue for the next few years. So 2013 was the first conference. 14, 15, 16, we're still doing the same thing. We're having to shut down registration early. And we're having to prepare for people from around the United States and even outside of the United States to come for this conference. So in 2017, we moved to the convention center, the Georgia International Convention Center, for the purpose of having a Reformation conference. And we knew that we would have more people that would be interested in coming that year. And we were planning to come back to the local church campus in 2018. But we went from 750 people those first few years to 2,500 the first year that we moved to the convention center. And so then when we returned and we prayed as elders here in our local church, we determined that it would be very difficult for us to tell 
hundreds, if not thousands of people, you can't come to the conference next year. So for that reason, we decided for the good of many local churches who would benefit from this conference, we decided to stay at the convention center indefinitely. And so even now, that's where we are. And and there are pluses and minuses, you might say, as a result of that decision. I mean, we recognize that, you know, again, as we think of other conferences that are on local church campuses, like G3 was initially, there are some very unique uh, opportunities of ministry and hospitality that can be um, in motion or that can function in such a way to encourage brothers and sisters in Christ who come from around the country and around the world. And yet we're unable to do some of those things at a convention center. They're, you know, they bind us with a contract and we're unable to, you know, give out food or do the things that we would like to do as far as just making it a very comfortable uh, atmosphere. And so we've had to sort of deal with with those those negative aspects since we've made this move to the convention center. But in many ways, we're still there and our local churches engage, our local churches working, our local churches serving. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to make our local church members available, working, loving on, encouraging people. So that hospitality and that that welcoming aspect of the local church campus, we're trying to make as much of that as we can at a convention center. And so that was the rationale originally moving away from the church campus to the convention center. And again, we've grown significantly from, from 2017, 2,500 to 2020, over double that. So now we're we're over five thousand, and so we we praise God for what He's done here. When I when I talk to people about G three, I really tell the story of God's blessing, not Josh. It's not a Josh Bice thing, you know. Again, God can use me; He can use anyone, and He He certainly has. But ultimately, God gets the glory for G three. Because if it were up to Josh and what I had planned, it would have been about 200 or 250 people in a room. And so I, I see what God has done, and I just praise Him for it. And I hope that that's what you would do as well. I, I think, again, to many conversations that I've had, I've had people say, hey, can we go sit down for lunch? You know, I want to talk to you about you know the, the vision and the plans of G3 because we would like to do something similar in our location. And the first couple of times that people asked me to do that, I did go and sit down with them and talk. And and I realized soon that that they're really asking me for the secret formula. Well, there really is no secret formula to G3. You see, we prayed and God did something. God did something very extraordinary. But yet, if you pray, God could do something again. He could do something even far greater than G3. So again, we just trusted God and God did something that is just fabulous. And we praise Him for it. We give Him all of the glory for it. And so I want to make that very clear. As we think about these transitions, I want to be clear as to sort of the the reasoning behind it. If we look at the church today, we can see that the church really is severely sick. We think about all of the challenges, the cultural pressures that are facing the church, 
And we can see these pressures. We can see these pressures upon many pastors and church leaders. We see the church in many different um, circles within evangelicalism that's capitulating, denominations that are capitulating. And we see once faithful leaders that seem to be capitulating. And so what is the goal in all of this? Well, the goal is for G3 to help really address some of this. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to be an encouragement to local churches that seem to be in a place where they just can't find any means of partnering with, you know, their denominational circles or different associations to, you know, engage in faithful gospel ministry. And there are plenty of individuals who feel this way as well. And so we want to we want to be a means of help and we want to be a means of encouragement and biblical strength to local churches. Again, many many churches, in fact, most churches are smaller rather than larger. Most churches are not mega churches, so that means that they have a very small population, about 100 or 150, I think is what the stats tell us is the average attendance in, in the average local church. And so when you think about that, you think about the limited budget, you think about the limited funds to not only provide for, you know, pastors and elders, but but now to purchase material that can be used for small groups and Sunday school classes and men's groups and women's groups and and that sort of thing. And then you start to really shop and you start to look and see what's actually out there and available for local churches. And you start to see all sorts of very discouraging things. You see material that's, you know, just laced with unsound theology, uh, deficient theology or shallow theology at best. And so rather than sitting back and just complaining or getting on a podcast like this and just talking about all of these deficiencies and just throwing rocks at all of these problems, really, I think the goal would be for G3 to do something to address it, to be a means of encouragement and help. And so what we want to do is we want to figure out a way, and we're, we're, we're still working through a lot of this, but what we want to do is we want to produce the very best media content and teaching resources and interviews and sermons from archives of events that we host and uh, Bible study material and eBooks, all of this available at the push of a button that we can just provide for the local church for absolutely free. And so this is the heartbeat. This is the motivation. And again, as we think about the health of the church, one of the things I'm really excited about is this opportunity to partner with the Master's Seminary and Grace to You, the ministries of John MacArthur, as we think about the fact that as the pulpit goes, so goes the church. And that should be something that we see very clearly. The church typically follows the pastor's leadership. And if the pulpit is weak, if the pulpit is is focused on cultural things rather than the exposition of the Word of God, then that's going to affect the entire church as a whole. So as we were leading up to these big changes over the past couple of years, we've been working to figure out how can we partner with trustworthy voices, trustworthy institutions and organizations. 
And so it's a thrill for us to be able to point young pastors to the Master's Seminary for training and uh, local churches to grace to you to uh, not only listen to the preaching ministry of Dr. John MacArthur, but also to be able to purchase materials and books that would be an aid to spiritual growth. So this is a this is a wonderful encouragement to us. But let's talk a, a little bit about some of these ongoing changes. Well, first and foremost, we're going to be changing from the G3 conference being held in January to the G3 conference being held in October. So we're moving from January to October for the national conference. And we're also going to be uh, rotating on a biennial rotation. So what that looks like is this. We're going to have our national conference in 2021 in October at the very same location where we just met. So the Georgia International Convention Center, October 14, 15, and 16. And so the same sort of format that you're accustomed to if you've been to a G3 conference. But then starting that next year in 2022, we will not have a national conference. What we will have in that year is we will have what we're calling micro-conferences. So we're going to have at least a couple of these across the country, and we're going to target regions of the nation that really needs help. So we're thinking New England, we're thinking dark pockets of the United States, we're thinking places like uh, the Northwest or California. And so we've talked to dozens and dozens of pastors already who are saying that is a description of my location. So here's how it's going to work. After we have this next conference uh, next, uh, next October, which would be October of 2021, not October of 2020, we will then go ahead and announce where those micro conferences will be held. So we're going to roll out a an application on our website over the next few weeks where people will be able to describe their location, describe the need of their geographic location, and then we will uh, look to partner with those elders and those local churches and those specific regions to hold a small micro-conference, a small G3 conference on a local church campus. So again, the goal is not for us to choose some arena in those particular uh, towns or cities. It would be for us to keep the conference intimate and smaller, but yet at the same time to be a massive encouragement to the local churches and the brothers and sisters uh, in Christ in those specific regions. And so again, change of date, and then a change in rotation. How we're going to function? How we're going to function moving forward will be on this every other year rotation. So again, the the idea is that we understand that some of the intimacy is lost in the national conference. So we're still going to have that national conference, and it's probably going to expand beyond just you know the five thousand three hundred and some odd people who were there this year. It will probably get larger. And so again, with with increased numbers, you do sometimes feel as if you're losing some of that intimacy. But in these micro conferences, we're going to bring that intimacy back onto the local church campus, where it seems as if we have more of of an intimate feel and an opportunity to break bread together, opportunities to pray together, opportunities to just spend time together 
And so we're looking forward to that. So it's sort of like going back to the roots of G3, starting on a local church campus. And so again, the heartbeat will be that we're keeping G3 focused on the local church. Also next January, since we're not going to be uh, gathered for the national conference, it will not be held until October. We're offering a, a very unique thing, which I'm really excited about, and it's called the G3 at Sea. So it's going to be a, a conference cruise, and it's going to be held from January 10th through the 15th, which is typically the normal G3 dates. And so if you're interested in joining us for that, again, you can find out more information at g3cruise.com. Uh, again, I'm going to be there joined with uh, Vody Bauckham and Phil Johnson and Jeremy Volo. And we're going to be preaching and teaching uh, throughout five days. And we're going to have wonderful time together of not only the teaching and preaching of the word, but time to break bread together, a time to share meals together in a unique way. Because on these on these uh, uh, cruises like this, we're able to you know, spend time in a unique fashion with great intentionality that's not possible at a national conference because we're able to sit together. We're able to, you know, you don't have to travel over to a, you know, a certain place to go to a restaurant or whatever else. And so we're able to, to take this time to sit and to learn the context of individuals and to spend time, you know, talking through ministry and talking through theology together. So some very unique things planned for that cruise. We hope you can join us. Again, we will be traveling out of Miami and then through the Caribbean and then back to Miami. Um, and it's a, it's a five-night cruise. So we, we hope that you can join us. And again, you can find out information at g3cruise.com. So as we think about, as we think about all these transitions, one of the biggest of these transitions is transitioning away from just a conference to an actual ministry. So G3 Ministries will be how we will be known moving forward, and G3 Ministries will be holding a national conference and will be holding micro-conferences in various places around the country and even outside of the country, as we're going to be targeting very specific places uh, and regions around the world. But as we think about this ministry, again, a ministry that's going to be geared to helping uh, bring strength and encouragement to church leaders and strength and encouragement to the local church. Once again, our conference is a general conference. So when you come to the G3, we see lots of families. By the way, that's one of the most encouraging things about the G3, in my opinion, is that we see so many moms and dads and young children, and it's such a blessing. And I just want to let you know that we have some big plans moving forward in regards to the children who are coming. We want to help them as well, and we see them, and we don't want them to think that they're just being dragged along and that there's no intentionality placed upon them as well at the conference. And so we have some some very uh, exciting things that we're thinking through and praying through uh, about putting an emphasis on the family moving forward. So we just want to encourage you to think about that as well. But G3 Ministries will be a ministry for the local church, ultimately to bring strength and encouragement and glory to God through these local churches. 
And so as the culture continues to grow hostile towards the message of Christ, it's the desire of G3 Ministries to take a step forward to address the health of the local church. So we want to provide these resources. And one of the ways that we're going to be able to do this is we're going to have ministry partners who partner with us. And so, again, the conference machine, it takes a lot of financial resources just to make the conference work. But what we will do is we will ask people just like yourself to pray, to think about the vision of G3 moving forward, and to just say, okay, I tell you what I can do. I can give 5 or $10 a month. And if you just open up your G3 app and you look at the very bottom, one of those buttons on the bottom says giving. And if you will tap that button in your G3 app, you will see it takes about literally about four minutes to set it up. And you can set up uh, an ongoing gift that would be 5 or $10 or whatever you're able to give on a monthly basis. You can set it up in various ways as a one-time gift or as a monthly gift, or as an every other week gift, or as a weekly gift. And it gives you that option. It's very user-friendly, easy to set up. And if and if we can have ministry partners and local churches that would say, we see the vision for G3, we understand the goal and the heartbeat, and we're we're willing to engage here then what that will do is it will enable us to staff this ministry uh, in such a way that we can do everything that we do for the glory of God and with great excellence. Because we believe that when we when we do ministry, it should not be half-hearted. It should not be just, you know, just off the cuff. So we want to be uh, very much intentional about thinking through all of these things and then uh, producing the materials that we produce with great excellence. And so that's the goal moving forward. So these gifts will help us staff this ministry. And here's here's the key. As quickly as this, this funding takes place, then what happens is it enables us to produce these materials, these these writing projects or these video projects. It takes it just simply takes money to do this. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask people just like yourself to pray, and then we're going to talk to God, and we're going to pray, and we're going to ask God to intervene and to supply the needs of this ministry. And we're just going to trust that He will do it. And so as you hear the history of G3 and the goals of G3, and as you hear all of the plans that we have for the future Think in terms of the church in Saudi Arabia that contacted me recently and asked if I would come there and preach. And since, of course, I can't just jump on the airplane and take off, it may be possible that in the upcoming months or even the next year or two, I will go there and visit the church, the underground church, and be able to preach the gospel to those people. But what I was able to do is I was able recently to preach for them through a video feed. But again, that church and others from various places around not only the United States, but outside of the United States in various different places are telling me that they're just starving to death for sound biblical theology. And so it is the goal of G3 to address those needs, to speak into the life of churches just like that church. So again, it would be 
our desire to see many people who are interested in giving to this very ministry, to see the vision, to understand the goals, and to say, we can do this, and then to simply open the G3 app and commit to giving a certain amount of money to enable us to reach these goals. So we trust the Lord in all of this. We're thankful that you would pray for us. We would be honored to have you support us. So again, we look forward to seeing you back at G3 2021 as we're going to be talking about and unpacking the theme of Christ. So we're going to be looking at the doctrine of Christology. And what a wonderful theme to think about not only the humanity of Christ, the deity of Christ, the crucifixion of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the teaching and the preaching of Christ, the way that Christ approached the scriptures as we think about the ascension of Christ. All of this, the, the, the key components of the gospel to be unpacked over the course of a full weekend. So we look forward to that. Again, we're going to be bringing various different uh, speakers who are very much a part of the G3 family back to speak in the 2021 conference, such as Vody Bauckham and Stephen Lawson and others. But as we think about this very theme, we're also going to be inviting others who have never spoken at a G3 before. And so we look forward to talking more about those individuals, those preachers, And as we do so, we'll be uh, providing information on our website about them and through email as well. So again, thank you for not only attending the conference, but for praying for us. Thank you for uh, engaging in, in what G3 is seeking to accomplish. And it's an honor and it's a privilege for you to listen to this very podcast today. So we look forward to talking next week with Jeremy and I, as we're going to be talking about the G3 and we're going to be doing a review of the conference and sort of some takeaways that each of us walked away with from this recent conference. So we look forward to uh, bringing that to you next time on the G3 podcast. So may God bless you. May your church grow strong and healthy, and may you be an active participant in the weekly worship and the functionality of your local church. May God bless you.